You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Hannies. It's Amiria Sai, and you're back for season two of The Take On. Hi, everyone. It's Amir Yasai. You're back with the take on. I'm here with my good friend, Monique Samuel. <laughs> How are you? Hello, Amir. I'm good. My husband told me to tell you hello because he thinks you are just hilarious. Whenever he watches uh, All About the Tea uh-huh. and he see, like he cracks up at you. He's like, Amir, Amir is so funny. Oh, <laughs> that means a lot. I love Chris. Oh, my God. That means a lot. Um, you guys are like couple goals. I mean, for people who don't know, if you're living under a rock, Monique is, you know, former Real Housewives of Potomac star, you know, you're doing Mila Eve, you have your podcast, Not For Lazy Moms. I mean, you're doing so much mother, wife, daughter, etc. The list goes on and on. So, I mean, how, when do you sleep? Bro? Yes. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Oh my God. I, I rarely, <laughs> I sleep, um, whenever the work is done. So a lot of times I'm up until like two, three in the morning and then back up with the kids around eight or nine. Um, unless my husband lets me sleep in, which happens every once in a while. Oh. Um, but a lot of times, as soon as I wake up, I, I, I'm ready to go. Like I'm, I'm a high energy person every now and then my husband will let me sleep in. But most times, as soon as I wake up, I'm just ready to go. So, um, I have a lot of projects and I just love to check off that little checklist and get things accomplished. So I love it. I love that. I mean, listen, you know, being on a reality show is not as easy as people perceive it, right? It takes up a lot of time, like energy and, you know, you have to prepare and all of those confessional outfits, like how much pressure is it? Like, do you feel like a weight has been lifted, not having to do it? I've been doing this for four years and I had no idea how much pressure that was on me until Mm -hmm. I quit. And I'm just now starting to get back to like, just feeling like myself again. Um, I didn't realize how many walls I had built up. Just the feeling that you're always in defense mode, the feeling that you're always needing to defend yourself and explain yourself and prove yourself. And, you know, so you don't even realize how much that weighs on you. And a lot of times people think, oh, they're just filming, you know, a few weeks out of the year, but it's really year round. No sooner than we're done filming, we're preparing to air and then you have to relive the entire time you're airing and then you have reunion. Then once reunion airs, you're back at it again filming. You do not get a break. And I'm just looking at where I am now doing, you know, I I just 
finish. I just actually wrapped my third season of my podcast, mm-hmm. um, which it will continue airing. We, we pre-record. But between that, doing my YouTube stuff with Not For Lazy Moms and Tea With Monique, Mila Eve Essentials has definitely overtaken my life. I mean, I get orders every wow. single day. I've been getting orders every day since December 15th. So, um, which is amazing. I cannot imagine having to also right now make room and time and space for cameras. Mm. Can't even, I can't even fathom it. And then, then my kids homeschooling them on top of all of that. So it's a lot, you know, it's, it's a whole lot. And I look back and I'm just like, wow, I don't even know how I was doing all of that with three young kids and, you know, a husband in, in other businesses that I've been preparing to launch over the years, which is the only reason you even join a platform like this. So it's, it's, I feel like a new person <laughs> and I feel really good. I love that. I love that you said that too, because I think a lot of people jump into housewives and they don't think about the business side of it. I love that you, you know, have lined up these businesses and you use that platform accordingly. That's smart. I love that. Yes. I, I did not see any other reason for being on a reality show where it's, it's basically a scripted reality mm-hmm. in a sense, because you're living your life as you would. And then a whole story is being told based off of what you're giving. And it's, you know, it's being put however it's being put and in in, in everything has to flow with the narrative that's being created. So to join a platform that does that, why else would you do it? You're not going to get rich being a housewife. You know, you, you get rich by having businesses and platforms. And for me, it's more so helping people. Everything that my brand stands for is family and good health and just overall well-being. So at the point where I started seeing that that goal was starting to shift, especially with everything that happened in season five. Um, I mean, that was a big indicator that it was time to go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and, I, and I love that you, uh, you, you're not like, you know, one of those people that stays late to the party, you were like, no, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to stay here. And even though they wanted you back, you were like, no, I, I'm not going to stay late to the party. I like that. Yeah, I I was like Michael Jordan the first time around. You know, when he came back to the league, that's when he messed up. So I'm not doing that. That is smart. (laughs) You know, I got a lot of questions on Instagram for you about this. Would you ever do like friend of like come have lunch with Karen? Would you ever do that or no? You're done. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Me and Karen can have lunch off camera. Uh, me and Ashley can have lunch off camera. And I already told them, I said, if y'all have events that are dear and near mm-hmm. to you, but cameras will be there, you're going to have to forgive me because I will not be there. I'm not going to be some person that is trying to hang on and and filming for free. That is never going to happen. Maybe. Like, no. <laughs> you mean someone who rhymes with Maurice? Yeah, we're not going to, we're not doing that. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I love that. You're smart. Listen, that's what I love about you. I mean, obviously you're beautiful and talented, but you have a great head on your shoulders. Thank I think you. that's so important. I want to talk about the fabulous song that just the drag queen, like just so stuck in my head. Like I listened to that like 20 times in a row. I was just like, Alexa, play it again. It's so good. It's, oh, yes. it's just so good. What's, oh my God, Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. <laughs> She's trying to get involved. She's trying to get involved. Um, yeah, what's next for your music? Are you going to have a follow up to the to the success of that? Like, what's the, what's next? 
Yes, I want to. I want to record more, and I've been working on the song, and I want Ashley actually Ooh. on it. So her and I have spoken okay. about it, and um, you know she's about to pop. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna wait until she's good and ready, and I would love to do a song with her. I already gave her the beat and the idea and the concept behind it, and you know we'll do some things together. I think I'm gonna do like a little mini EP or something. Ooh, I love it. So whatever I have time for. I know whatever you have time, you got to fit it in though. There's a lot of people right. that love your music. So we're, we're about it. Thank you. Well, in the meantime, I am doing my binder time stories, which it's not a song, but it's, it's, it's like, it's rhyming and it's really fun and it's hilarious. And it's all about my binder. Since people keep asking me to release it, I said, okay, I'm going to turn this into like an, a nursery rhyme for adults <laughs> and let people kind of crack the riddle. So, so I'm excited. That about is that. so funny. Did you send your, uh, did you send a copy to Andy Cohen? I know he wanted it for the, for the clubhouse. <laughs> When Andy decides to call me, maybe I'll send it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of Andy, there was a lot of people that were really upset about the way he approached you at the reunion. And I know that we, you had mentioned, you know, obviously this housewife check ain't doing too much. So you were very like, you know, you were very like honest. And I actually looked up and, you know, Chris has such an extensive career in the NFL and, you know, looked up the net worth, honey. Like th this check is nothing. <laughs> so I love that you said that. And the way he kind of like questioned it a lot of people were really upset but you handled it with such poise were you, when it was happening were you a little annoyed did you looking back were you annoyed at the way he asked the question i was in the okay. zone for 11 hours at that reunion so when i looked back and i watched is when i got annoyed because <laughs> i was just like how dare he you know like do you watch the show like what in the world um but yeah i, I in the moment of filming the reunion, so much happened. It was very much heavy on me the entire time. So I was just focused and anything that was thrown my way, I just handled it. So um, when I watched the reunion, which was a month later after recording it, I was kind of like sitting back like, whoa, that's me. Like I, that's how, that's how disconnected yeah. I was after I was done filming the wow. reunion. And even, I mean, even the reads, and they didn't even show all of it. Like, I was just like, whoa. Like, I, I felt like it was an outer body experience watching myself because that's how much I was on a mission. And then when the mission was accomplished, I completely disconnected. Wow. So um, when I look back at it now, it, there was a, I mean, there was a lot of disrespect. And just like, I felt as though I was being treated like less than mm -hmm. human, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, even from the whole hotel debacle, which we spoke about. Yeah. When um when I did the interview with all of you in the panel with all about the tea, um and that it, it was just a hot mess and it was meant to shake me it was meant to break me it was meant to push me down and thank God that you know I have a great relationship with God because I mean if I had found out the next day which was the day of about the whole hotel fiasco it would have totally messed me up I would have been late. And it, it would have just been a hot mess. My my glam team was very upset. Mm -hmm. I'm used to taking the heat, but to now involve like my team around me in, in some mess like mm -hmm. that, which was orchestrated, I was just very disappointed. And, and I had to just shut all of that off. Absolutely. Well, it almost felt like some sort of weird hazing. Like we're going to put you in a different hotel. We're going to try to mess with you. I don't know. That felt really off-putting to me. Yeah. I think that it was meant to uh, get me to a point where I would explode. Mm -hmm. 
Um, they wanted me to be angry. They wanted me to respond um, the entire time at the reunion. Um, even Candace kept saying things under her breath, saying things towards me, speaking when I wasn't even talking to her. And I just ignored it. They saw a whole different Monique. They're used to me going from zero to 100. And at that point, I was at such peace that I was just like, whatever. I'm not paying any of y'all any mind. I knew what I wanted to accomplish at the reunion. And I was dead set to accomplish that. And I wasn't going to allow anybody to take me off of my mission. That's very smart. And I mean, in the past, when, you know, with Kenya and Portia and, you know, Teresa and Lisa Renna, they all stayed at the same hotel. And all of them were involved with physical altercation. So I don't really, like, I didn't really get that. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that when they kept saying, Bravo has a stance against violence and all that. But you've capitalized on it in the past. So I didn't really understand that. I thought that was... They capitalized, they capitalized on it all season mm-hmm. long. I mean, every single commercial was about the fight. Every single commercial, even after the fight happened, um, the entire second half of the season, they couldn't stop talking about it. Even when they went on their trip to Portugal, which wasn't even featured in the reunion. So that tells you a lot about that mm-hmm. season. Um, didn't even feature it in the reunion. And it was an all-cash trip. For, for how many days? How much money did they spend to go there? And they didn't even talk about it at the reunion, but you decided to bring up the fight there. So to me, it's just a bunch of BS. And I think it's a way of just like them protecting themselves. So it doesn't seem like they enjoy it as much as they do. Mm-hmm. They enjoy it. Trust and believe they do. Um, and if they did have any uh, issues that they thought would uh, backfire by showing the fight, they wouldn't have showed it. And all of those BS disclaimers that they put out there, it's like, oh, I wonder had this happened on any other show, which, wait, it did. It's happened on seven show, several shows, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, where there was a uh, physical altercation, glasses thrown, tables flipped, men fighting. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Um, and I've never heard a disclaimer being put out there before. So it just seems when these two black women get into it, here we go, you know, and then to further try to paint a picture as if I'm some villain who had my mind set on, you know, this altercation happening, you know, all season long building up to it was just complete and utter BS. You know, um, it's just, it's just funny to me. There was no issues going on that were that serious between Candace Mm -hmm. and I leading up to the fight. It literally happened out of nowhere, which is why, Production and everybody else was just like, whoa, this is insane. Like, how do we even deal with this? So they crafted a bunch of BS. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think that buildup would have made sense to them. But because it kind of came out of left field, like, and and again, you defended yourself and you did what you thought was right in that moment. And again, it's... this happened on Basketball Wives. It's happened on Love and Hip Hop. It's happened across other shows. Bravo taking this, oh my God moment. I just felt like... Compared to those shows, they jump over tables and they flip things. And I mean, come on. Like, I don't think it was, again, yeah. I'm not for violence, but I also feel like how much can someone take? <laughs> yeah. I think when it really boils down to it, it's more so about the fact that Potomac was supposed to be the different black show. Mm. You know, it wasn't supposed to be the, the, the black show that has a bunch of arguing or the word ratchet being thrown around or the word hood being thrown around. We were supposed to be the show that has black people, but look white. Let's just wow. be real. You know, the very first season, I remember looking at the trailer 
and um, and looking at the images of the women. And when I first glanced at it, I didn't know that they were black. <laughs> I just looked like, oh, okay, it's in Potomac. And I, I, I didn't realize that they were black women. They looked so white to me. I mean, they had the blonde hair, um, fairer skin. Um, you know, several of them have light eyes, mm-hmm. you know. And I was just like, I, I, at first glance, I thought it was a cast of, you know, white women with a couple, you know, diverse uh, browner, browner skin women as wow. well. But um, I think that there is this certain uh, esteem that they wanted this show to have. Um, and because of this altercation, they had to, I mean, they had to make such a big deal about the altercation and disassociate with it because that was their initial mindset you know, looking from the outside in. Um, so I just feel as though it just all boils right back down to what we all know it really is about. Mm, <laughs> you that. know, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. I mean, I've never thought about it like that, but it's very true. It almost feels like they made black woman palatable to an audience. And I don't, I'm like not interested in that. Like, why are you, like, let's be real. You yeah. should let's just be who mm-hmm. we are. Like, let's just be who we are. Why, why, why do we have to be, um, you know, like don't paint this picture. Like all people, no matter what your background is, are so sophisticated that they can never have anything happen. That's just crazy because you go to any Sadiddy party. I done been to all of them. And by the time everybody is finished with their drinks, people are dancing on tables, jumping around, hanging from darn chandeliers and they can be black, white, green, pink, yellow, orange. It doesn't matter. Everybody has their moments. I've been around some of the most bougie people and watched them turn right hood right in front of my eyes, (laughs) you know? So it's just these, these, um, I don't know. It's just like, everybody wants to give off these, these, uh, these auras of just being so like above the fray and nobody really is above the fray. If you really think about it, we're all just people. We're just human. So stop trying to put different shows and different classes of people on pedestals Mm -hmm. and just let people just live. The truth is far more entertaining than the nonsense and the BS that they try to come up with. Mm -hmm. I always said, I always say, no matter who you are, I've worked with A-list people, whoever you are, at the end of the day, you have to use the restroom. You got to use the restroom. You got to take a shower. You got to eat. No matter how bougie you are, you need those basic things and we're Mm -hmm. all human. So give me a break. Like this whole thing of, I'm sophisticated because I went to Harvard or I have all these degrees. Like none of that stuff matters at the end of the day. Like who are you at the end of the day? That's all that matters to me. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
Monique, I want to ask you about the biggest elephant, you know, in the room at the reunion. A lot of people were wondering about like the emotion level, right? A lot of people are, you're not being emotional enough. But again, you were being real to how you felt. And like you said, you were in the zone. And I know you're a very emotional Mm -hmm. person. You're very sweet. You're very warm. So was that a defense or were you just like, it's been a year since that happened? Like it doesn't. It's been a year. (laughs) Um, When you truly go through the healing process, um, there were a lot of emotional moments. They just didn't Mm -hmm. show it. (laughs) So it's not my fault that they didn't show it. And now at the reunion, a whole year later, you all of a sudden want me to just turn back into this emotional person. Well, I've grown since then so much. Um, So I wasn't going to be emotional because I didn't feel it and I wasn't going to fake it. You know, there were there were certain parts and moments where I did get emotional, where, you know, I talked about certain things that I believe to be the triggers for my actions and that we discovered even in uh, counseling and therapy. But when it comes down to it, I'm not going to give people tears just because they want them or they think that's more convincing. I mean, it's really not more convincing. We watched Candace cry all year long and people got mm-hmm. sick of it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean. Let's just be real. They, I don't understand what that whole we want to see more emotion come from you uh, came from. But I think that was just a further way of trying to make it seem like I'm some villain who's stone cold. Um, so they kept pushing that, um, which to me is just it's just disrespectful. Don't judge me on how I respond to something. I'm me. Um, no. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it was just, it was just, but well, you explained it too. You explained about, you know, with your upbringing and your childhood and how that made you like more triggered, like you were very open and honest, but it's hard to be open and honest when someone brings a bodyguard and puts them in the corner. I mean, it's like, like making it seem like you're dangerous to the other ladies. I just thought that, you know, what Giselle did was just so, I don't know, not classy. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. That whole bodyguard, that was just a stunt. That was just something to, you know, get people talking. And, you know, people just can't be real. They have to put on shows, even when the show isn't about them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, honey. I love that. (laughs) Put the picnic down. We found the shade. I love it. (laughs) Um, I want to ask you about Mila Eve, and I want to hear all about it. You know, essential oils, I live by them. I use a diffuser every day. My mom's like all about it. You know, I use ginger oil and peppermint and lavender and all of that. So talk to me a little bit about what you've always been into kind of alternative medicine and health and stuff with your kids. What inspired you to kind of just take the leap and do um, the essential oils? All of my supporters. I mean, I had no intention or desire to have my own essential oils company. But when it got to the point where I have so many of my supporters messaging me like, hey, where can I get your oils? And I'm like, oh, well, I don't have any, but here's a company that I enjoy. No, I want your oils. And after that happened so many times, and they're just like, oh, let me know when you have your oil company. So I was like, okay, they're pushing me into something. Let me go ahead and start doing some investigation and see what I can do. And what really triggered it was when we went to France in season three and we were able to actually walk through a distillery. We actually took part in the whole process Mm -hmm. of making oil. And that's when it just took it to the next level for me. I was like, this is amazing. And what I love about essential oils is that there's no waste. The water that comes from the steam is is what they use for hydrosol, Mm -hmm. which you can use as a mister. You can use it as a toner on your skin. Um, the plants that are, that have been steamed and distilled, they use that to fertilize the land all over again. And it's like literally zero waste. 
um, then you have this amazing oil that you were able to pull from it through the process. So I was just blown away by it. And it made me fall in love with oils even more because I'm like, wow, this is such a beautiful full circle. Um, Mila Eve Essentials is, it's literally my baby. Um, I'm really proud of it. It's all about having that 100% pure, chemical-free, therapeutic oil um, where you don't have to break your arm and your leg to pay for it. So my goal was to have top quality essential oils where the, um, the, the, the quality is not being jeopardized because of the cost. I'm giving you low cost oils and you're getting top quality. I mean, they're amazing. The reviews, if you go onto my website, there's product reviews and I haven't what I haven't had one bad review. I mean, people are so pleased. They're enjoying the benefits. They can't believe how pure they are. And they're just amazed and just blown away. So I'm really excited about it. And I want people to be able to afford them and enjoy them and know how to use them. So when you go to MilaEveEssentials.com, you'll actually see for each product, I give you recipes. I give you little known facts. I give you a whole description description of what the oil is and what it's about, what it's for, so that you understand when you purchase it, how to use it. And it doesn't just sit on your shelf, you know, for months. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of people buy them and they're like, I don't know what to do with this, like aside from diffusing yeah. it. So that's cool. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. And I think that like, it's amazing yeah. that you can, what's helped your own kids, you can then kind of use to help people and your followers. I love that. I think that's just cool. Yes. Thank you. Thanks. It's all about sharing. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I started even my platform, Not For Lazy Moms, is sharing tips, sharing your secrets, sharing everything that you do that could benefit someone else who doesn't know. So I'm a big sharer. Like I, I really enjoy exchanging information and, you know, making life easier. I love that. And I, I think that, you know, with your podcast and it's being so successful, a lot of people don't understand how business works, you know, that you have to spend money to make money. So I'm not asking you to defend this, but when you mentioned that you spent, you know, all that money on the podcast, a lot of people were shocked, but people that don't really understand business again, <laughs> they don't get how things work. So not defend it, but can you explain why it was such a like high amount of money to kind of get the podcast, you know, the live show? Yeah. So it wasn't just the podcast. That's the thing that they didn't allow to be explained on the show. Um, it wasn't just the podcast. I was talking about not for lazy moms, which has been in business for five mm. years. So that's all of my salaries that I pay to people. Um, if you go to my website, you'll see that we do a lot of high production, uh, how to oh, videos. Wow. Those videos cost a lot of money. Mm. <laughs> that whole production process, editing them and chopping them up and all of that, that, that is the biggest expense that I've had besides salaries and legal. Mm -hmm. So I'm offering health advice. So my, um, my liability insurance, my, um, all of the paperwork that I had to do to properly set everything up in the very beginning, uh, with my lawyer and the whole legal side, that stuff costs a lot of money. Um, also, another thing that wasn't pointed out was that this was my third live show. So that total, which was actually, it was actually around 120,000. It wasn't 200, mm -hmm. but that total was for all of those things that I had been doing for the past four or five mm -hmm. years. Um, so the whole point was, I want to start making sure that we're profitable. When I did the first show, it was more so an investment on my part because I had to spend a lot of money for all the marketing materials, getting all my step and repeat and red carpet. Now that we have all that, when I do other shows going forward, I don't have to respend and I'm able to actually make a profit. So the shows that you all saw, um, on 
uh, Real Housewives of Potomac season five, those shows actually made a profit. They actually turned over a profit. Wow. So um, they didn't talk about all of that. Um, they just talked about whatever expense led up to it. But there's, it's not just the podcast that that was a part of that expense. It's a live show. I mean, it's literally an event. When people come in, they're having drinks and they're, you know, they're, their food is is catered to them. And we're on a stage. We have microphone. We have a whole production, um, not just the show's production. I actually had to hire my, home, my own production wow. team, uh, videographers, photographers. We rented the furniture for the stage setup. I have a whole team of people that assisted the day of that had to be paid. So, um, and that was our third show. Wow. So there's a lot that goes into it. And then maintaining the website and... Um, all of those things, yeah, cost money. <laughs> it does. Those things add up. People don't get how things work. Like production is expensive. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. And our whole website is a production. So it wasn't meant for me to get rich off of not for lazy moms. The whole point is to create a networking opportunity for the the moms and dads and people in general out there who are looking for the best of the best, whether it's blogs or, you know, natural remedies, lifestyle tips, maintaining yourself. So it's all about just sharing information. And I'm, I'm proud of what we've done. And it's been an expense well worth it. And things are finally starting to turn profitable. So that's even That's better. amazing. I mean, and, and you're creating this kind of world and platform for people to come and get, like you said, the best of the best. And I'm so here for that. Speaking of the best of the best, I mean, your body was so snatched the reunion. I mean, it was like that <laughs> outfit and the body yachty. I mean, I was just so here for it. And the designer of that, um, Jayla, is that right? Jayla is the designer. No, Riley Knox. Riley Knox. Riley yes, Knox. That was also yes. on your podcast as well. She's fabulous. Yes. Oh. She oh. is. I've known Riley since I was 19. Mm -hmm. I met Riley when I first moved to the area. Um, and she is the best. And I mean, I'm still blown away with what she can do and what she can create. And she actually started her own clothing line as a result of that beautiful reunion yes. gown. It's Riley Knox Couture. Yes. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited. And I mean, she every curve, and then she was able to even accentuate curves that I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, thank you for giving me extra body. Yes, we, nothing wrong with extra body. That's for sure. I love yes. that. That's amazing. Um, there was a lot of like press online and I don't know, blogs and whatever saying that you guys might come back to TV. Like we might see, you know, the Samuels family on TV. Is that ever in the future in the cards for y'all? I don't know. Okay. Honestly, that's not something I'm pursuing right now. Okay. Um, down the road, possibly. Mm -hmm. But I am so enjoying life without cameras right now, <laughs> other than just setting up and doing my little YouTube shows and having fun with that. Yeah. Um, I really just enjoy not having all of those expectations. And, you know, my kids enjoy it, too. So it's just been nice to have a little break. Mm -hmm. And we'll see what comes down the road. If the opportunity presents itself and it's right, um, then, you know, I I'm not totally against it. But as far as doing an ensemble, I doubt I will do anything like that again. <laughs> I got you. And would you ever come back to Bravo? I know they had a little drama with, you know, Mariah Huck and Nene Leakes and, you know, they've had, would you come back to the network or that's way too soon for that? Yeah, I, I doubt okay. it. I doubt it. Um, just overall, the way that they handle certain things, I'm not really a fan of. Um, they need to do some house cleaning and just like get things in order and, you know, just have a more diverse um, 
uh, faculty. <laughs> they definitely do. They need to look into um, being more diverse behind the scenes so that they understand the different ethnicities and backgrounds of people who they deal mm-hmm. with on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis. Um, because sometimes, you know, you do have those cultural um, disconnects and, and it's natural. There's nothing wrong with that. And it should be acknowledged, not ignored. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they need to, they need to straighten up. I agree. <laughs> and that makes a difference. Like I know family karma, I'm friends with Anisha and their producer was an Indian American woman and she understood how Indian Americans oh. work. Like, so you need that sometimes. Yes. That, makes a difference. Absolutely. that makes a difference. Well, I love that. I love talking to you. You're so lovely. Can you please tell us your website, Eva, you know, tell us everything. Mila, Eva. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And thank you so much for having me. So you can check out um, my podcast at, uh, well, I'm available on all platforms at Not For Lazy Moms, notforlazymoms.com. Our podcast is available anywhere you get podcasts. And we also have the visual of season three on my YouTube channel, Not For Lazy Moms. And then my personal uh, social media at Mrs. Monique Samuels on Instagram. I am Mrs. Samuels on Twitter. Uh, Monique Samuels on Facebook, MoniqueSamuels.com. <laughs> Everything is just Monique Samuels. Just Google me. <laughs> and then you can visit ShopMilaEve.com for your essential products. And we have so many more coming in store, a whole new lineup of oils coming every month. I'm trying to deliver something different and something new. So we're going to be doing workshops where you can do a virtual workshop and sign up. Um, the cost is only going to be $20 and you actually get your $20 back in form of a promo code at the end of the class. So you're really not spending any money, especially if you plan on buying some oils. (laughs) So I'll be able to teach people recipes and we'll have different topics. So I'm nonstop. We're always doing something. And then I have binder time stories coming soon. So if you follow me on social media, you'll get the update when those are available on my Patreon account. Amazing. I can't wait for all of that. And um, I'm going to go order myself some of these oils because I am such an oil fiend. And they're GMO free and they're, they're just so healthy and amazing. Yes. And I, I can't wait to try it. Um, I, of you. course, I love having you on. And um, thank you, Monique. Um, I can't wait to see, you know, what's in store for you in the future. You're doing so much and we all love you. So thank you. I definitely appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on my tea with Monique. Yes, channel, so I can't I wait to come fun. on. Yes, it's going to be so fun. Yes. Um, y'all can follow me at Amir Yas Official. And thanks for being here with The Take On. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Take On. The Take On is produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals, edited by Kyle Moore, and is a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and The Take On at bpn.fm backslash The Take On. And of course, on my Instagram at Amir Yas Official. Yes, honey, we're official. Make sure to subscribe and rate The Take On wherever you stream your podcast and keep tuning in for more amazing guests. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.